giving both her to each other and smiles. So guys, you have to know before we do our official intro spiel. The, the timer was winding down before the record button started, and Jess and I just kind of instinctively turned literally, to each other. Literally. At the same time. This is so crazy. Cheers. There we go. Let's do it. Welcome to Become She. Yes. Oh, my, happy new year. Happy, happy, happy. Happy 2022. 20 and 22. Yes. Woo. In the year of our Lord, 20 and 22. Happy New Year. Um, welcome to Become She, where we are guaranteed to piss you off with yourself, make you think, and help you grow. Can y'all hear me? I think so. Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. And this time, I did not forget, Become She is a movement capturing the transcendental journey of the strong woman to the free woman, granting herself permission to actualize her highest self. And just in case you didn't know, we have actualizing her highest self hoodies on the way and i can't wait to get ours on the it's way it's going down we gotta have grace for not remembering <laughs> the exact words last time though friend we have to have grace maybe i never thought that would happen along with other things along with other things that have happened that i thought would never happen and she is back and better than ever <laughs> oh buddy <laughs> i know i know clutch pearls people clutch your pearls <laughs> we have way too many things to remember and I don't know I feel like I keep, I've been telling you I feel like I need an assistant in my life you have so if one thing is forgotten like let's have grace mm-hmm. please mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the name of Jesus anyway so <laughs> today's topic this episode's topic is she and access she plus access However, plus. you need to remember it. If it's she plus access, she <sighs> and access, whatever that plus sign means to you, because that plus can be a variable for some of us. Mm-hmm. We don't know what that plus sign means. It depends on what you need it to mean, because it's a personal journey <sighs> from the strong woman, because we don't have to be strong no more, to the free woman, because that's ultimately the goal, is being free. So, whatever that plus you need it to be, hey. So I, I started thinking about this maybe a couple of days ago. Nicolia called me. She FaceTimed me, y'all. And I was sitting in my, my home office, drifting off into many, many, many thoughts about capitalism. And she so happened to call me as soon as I was like mid-thought. Like as I was in mid-thought, I should say. And I don't know. I just, I had this revelation about I don't want to say people generally because that would be a lie but maybe the circles that I've been in or maybe even myself I don't know the people that I've been surrounded by and how like we hold on and I will say this for myself too so tightly tightly to information Mm -hmm that could serve the greater good around you. And it was really weighing on me and bothering me how there's there's systems in place that were put in place intentionally to keep us from access. Mm-hmm. And 
how I've played a role into not breaking that for so long. So really, I had a conversation with some friends a while back and we were very open and transparent. I think I said this last episode about money and how much we make, benefits packages, like just just career chat. And you don't want the cat here? There's a little kitty here and she's being shooed. (laughs) Anyway, and so I, I just started thinking why hadn't we had those conversations before about what about compensation and what's right, what's wrong? And even within employers, there's this culture most of the time, unless you're in like a very progressive company, to not talk about how much you make, to not talk about your, your benefits, your salary, whatever it is. And it wasn't really bothering me because I had a really, I, I had a conversation with a coworker that was very open, honest, and transparent. And it dawned on me, wow, like we've been working together for however many years and we hadn't shared in that way. And so I felt compelled to tell Nicolia, just, just be open about what I have access to. Because if I have access, everyone around me that's intimate and close to me, who I call friend and family, should also have access. And that could be to information, that could be to skills, that could be to, I don't know, anything really. We just we just hold on so tightly to information because we've always had to. We've always had to because it was never really meant for us. And we just, we don't share enough. I yeah. When I, and listen, when I FaceTimed you, it was totally, you know, off the cusp. Um, but you were like looking out the window, just looking out of the window, watching the window grow. That's how you were, you were looking out the window, and um, you were deep in thought. But I just kind of hopped in the ocean with you, and we began to swim together. And there were some real breakthroughs. I think both of us got, and I appreciate you opening. You know what I'm saying? Your your private world, your private thoughts. Um, for a conversation and we began to talk about capitalism and what the real issue isn't it isn't with money as much as we think right it's um, not about that's money what you said that's it's what not, you said it has nothing yeah. to do with yeah. money you had said you had set this example of like when you're a kid and you go into the store mm. with your mom mm. and your there's black people. Our black, there's a there's a sect of us. Maybe not all black people have the same monolithic experience, but there is a sect of black people where you know when you were growing up, your mama said, "Now we about to go in this store. Don't you ask me for nothing. Don't you touch nothing." And I think a lot of us never let that internal conversation go, right. and we go through life with that same restrictive mindset because it's scarcity. Yeah, because it's yeah, scarcity. and it's and, and it's almost shame. Like, yeah. don't ask me for nothing, and it's probably because I don't have it to give you. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that I don't want to give it to you, but I will put on the posture of fear than for you to really know that Mama just ain't got to give, and that lack of vulnerability now masquerades itself as fear. Yeah. But who's to say that everyone's parents saying that? really wanted to take that posture, but it was a posture to protect the vulnerability of, baby, I really don't have it to give right, you. Right. And I feel bad about it. You I know? feel shameful about yeah. it. Yeah. I brought you here. Yeah. I want to I give you access. Oh, 
don't tight end. I don't have access myself. So therefore, you yeah, ain't gonna have no access, or you're gonna be made to think that you don't have access when you always do. It's it's and, and like Nicolia said, I was very firm that I don't think this is about money at all. I think yeah. we make it a lot about money and numbers and figures, but it's just about organic conversations. You could learn so much by just having an open conversation. Yeah. When you and I were speaking, and I gave you some insight. I didn't offer you money. I offered you insight. You did not. I offered you insight. And I think that is more My valuable goodness. than a check. It is. Because what you can do with that insight is between you and God, is between you and your hustle, you and your drive. But the fact yeah. that you have the insight that you didn't have before, you know what it was too? You you were looking at a job posting and you were saying something about the medical benefits or something yes yes i applied to a tech company and i was floored that they mm. completely covered medical dental vision mm. i was like does this does this exist and you was like friend yeah there is so much more and in that moment i realized that Access is about perception too, because if I can ne- if I can never see myself there, I won't expect more. I won't expect or even have expectations or place a demand on God and the universe to deliver. Seeing that the universe is the delivery system, but God, of course, for me, I, I need to differentiate these terms for people who may be confused. For me, when I say universe, that is the delivery system, meaning that includes people, places, and things. Any of those things could deliver what I place a demand on God for. But if I never have the perception of worthiness, I will never place an expectation or a demand on God to then deliver these things through the universe, which is people, places, or things. Because, and then I said this to you, my mentor gave me the concept of exposure and participation last year. And I will not shut up about it because it's so that's so rich, incredibly that's so rich, simple but not what you see yourself in, or where or the spaces you see yourself is because you have been exposed to maybe not even directly but even indirectly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So once you have been exposed to something that looks different or higher than where you thought you could go, you have to participate. It's like flexing the muscle. Mm-hmm. So when mm-hmm. you told me that you were floored about these benefits, let, I, I didn't tell this to you, but I actually thought mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. when I started working at my, I guess, former <laughs> employer now, yeah. um, six years ago, and I was told the benefits package, and I was floored. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was floored. Like, this is a thing? Yeah. And I think, of course, I don't know if it was my demeanor. I, I probably was more desperate than I, I no, not, not probably. I was desperate six mm-hmm. years ago. I'm not desperate anymore. Mm-hmm. So maybe that desperation came off to my employer at the time, and they were able to take advantage of that. That's why I said you can't move in desperation. You told people me that. People smell it on yeah. you. We said that in our last episode. We yep. did. And I probably, had I not been desperate, or had been exposed to something similar, mm. similar like that before, 
I wouldn't have been so shocked like and just taken what was given because I thought this was like the crumb of the crop. Like mm-hmm. this is it. That's a pin that I want to drop right there for our listeners out there. What? That <laughs> exposure is an inoculant. It's a vaccination for desperation. The more exposed you become, mm-hmm. the less desperate. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't arrest you because you've been exposed to it. But right. there's right. so much fear that wants to arrest you to keep you at your level of comfort, not realizing that you are cutting yourself off from more experiences, more opportunities, more possibilities for participation. Right. That now you are in a cul-de-sac right. of desperation. Right. My God. So now that I'm, mov- I'm moving into this new chapter in my career, now that I have been exposed to what could be. Baby, you in a whole new book. Honey. I wasn't. Don't, don't even tell. Don't no lie like that. You're not telling no lies in 2022. <laughs> you in a whole nother book. If you didn't get the last book, it's done. She closed it. She barked it. It's done. She's in a new book. So now that I have walked into this new book. Baby, let's <laughs> let's set the record straight. The name the name says home. I, I feel like the name stays home. I feel like it's a chapter though. It is in a new book though. <laughs> we go okay. put some respect on it. Okay. Your name. Okay. Okay. Now I'll trio. Y'all. Now that I'm in the second series of the of, it's the series. Okay, book two, sure. I'll I'll call it that. The book of Jess. Book two. That's it. I have been exposed. So now I'm fully participating mm. in what so I rich. deserve and my worth. And I would not be a daughter, sister, Woo! friend, confidant. I wouldn't be any of a wife, walk through heavy mother. I wouldn't be heavy. any of those things if I did not now share with my community. I would be such a hypocrite. To sit here and talk about becoming she and becoming free. If I did not share what I have learned amongst my community. And I fully say this knowing that there's so much I don't know. But the little nugget I got. Oh, I'm I'm telling it all, baby. Mm -hmm. To let my people know. Let my people go. Let my people free. (laughs) Because there's so much more out here that we have just never had access to. The things that I now have access to. I'm just going to say it. Our white counterparts had access to one, two, three, four hundred years ago. Let me tell you why I know this. Because I was speaking to one of my close friends who is not a woman of color. And I was, I was sharing with her that with this new book that I'm walking into. Yes. That, you are in. that some of the pages of the book is kind of scaring me a little bit and some of the things I now have access to is scaring me a little bit and I and we, were, we had an open conversation about money. Come Black on. people don't have an open conversation about money Too all much the time. Shame. Too much so shame. shame. And Too we, much shame. And we were so transparent about how much she's making, how much I'm making and I said, oh, this is, I don't know, this might be too much. I don't know what to do with it. And she's, you know what she said to me? What'd she say? What's your non-woman of color friend say? She said, it's not enough, but it will do for now. My God. It is not enough, but it will do for now. Here I am thinking that this is my mm, cap. Mm, mm. And she was saying, this is just the beginning. What are you talking mm, about? Mm, mm. It'll do for now. Like real life, girl, please. Like you could, you could sit on that for about six, seven months to a year, but like, that's not enough. Come on. And I was like, excuse me? 
And then I was sharing these, you know, these benefits and the things I'm, and then I'm, that I'm going to gain in this new book. And her response was just so nonchalant. Like, yeah, like what you expect, but not in a disrespectful, nonchalant no, way. It wasn't disrespectful at all. It was yeah. like, yeah, girl, like, this is the, this, the expected norm, right? Like, this, this is what, what I've do. been. This is what I've been pulling you towards for a while. Is essentially wow. what she was trying to tell me that there's always been more out there. I just didn't think I could have access to it. Mighty God. I'm gonna sit back for a sec. You are sit back and um because what you've said, Jessica, is so rich because it's not just about jobs or money. This is like the most tangible example that we're using for all intents and purposes, but it really comes down to why do we have the perceptions we have, and are the perceptions we have serving us really? Like, after a while, you can no longer blame what your grandma didn't teach you, what your mom didn't teach you, what these people didn't teach you, what you were not exposed to. When you really start maturing and growing up and developing and then becoming responsible for either children or communities or even as a manager in the workforce or whatever you're called to manage, and I mean, I'm hoping that every single one of you listening are stewarding and managing your life. I think that's the most important management concerns that, right. that you're, you're preoccupied with. When you realize how serious you are, you realize that maybe you, you don't have access, not because you don't have access. Maybe it's something that you're choosing to believe about yourself right. that's keeping you locked out. And it's not about money, even though it's it does manifest money. as money, as yeah. health conditions, as French friend groups, right. um, as right. uh, the quality of life that you're currently experiencing that you may want to um, cease and desist and, and opt into another reality. The question really becomes... What do I need to change about my perception that will then change the direction that this car is driving in? Because yes. I'm the driver in this in this car. And I'm what have I been yeah. blocking myself yeah. from? Because we all know. I've heard for years people say, Oh, Jess, like you're so smart. Oh, Jess, like, you know, oh, the way you think. And and I'm like, Yeah, yeah, thanks. You know, and I and I, I, I go into this shell of never wanting to be too boastful or never wanting to I don't know, just not come off humble. But I could be humble and know that excuse me but i am the shit yeah i could i could do both yeah and i've been afraid to do that for a really long time and i want to i want to circle back real quick because it's on my mind before i forget when it comes to access not mm -hmm. only sharing with your friends your family community but it goes so far beyond the people that we can touch this is now we're not talking about like our friends' children and their children and their children's children and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. What I now have access to that I share with my community could transcend generations. Yeah, will will transcend. Will I think about when I was in college and looking for um, an internship or an opportunity, and for some, you know, me personally, and I know that not every person of color shares this particular story, but I felt like I had to fight a lot of things my way and like dig through information and and nothing came mm. super easy. I had to research a little bit more. They always say black people have to work like 10 times harder than yeah. anybody else, right? 
But I think about now, okay, so what does this mean? 20 years from now, my children need some type of access to something. Yeah. I could literally call someone in my circle and be like, yo, JJ, Jessica Jr. Um, yeah. needs this. Who can I call? Okay. Then it becomes like, all right, let me hit up my network. And it, it, it just expands. Yeah. That wasn't really my perception in college because my, my mom didn't have that kind of network. Yeah. My mom was an immigrant. My yeah. mom like didn't, we, we didn't. We didn't have that type of access, but now, like, I think about you. Yeah. I think about DJ, and I think yeah. about what this means. The rooms that I will now walk into, now the whole community have access, and that's just me as an individual. Imagine if we all shared our access. Agreed. Imagine if we all shared our access, of, and and how much we could do, and and. Ugh. It's so large, y'all. What you're saying is so phenomenal and so groundbreaking because it's just not about what you're saying. Like, So there are those of you that are sitting out there like, I don't know what I have access to. I don't even know what I would offer, right? Right. Like, those are the honest conversations that I would even love to have with those who may find yourself in a social ecosystem where you really don't know what you have to offer, that level of honesty could literally cause you to jump levels because if you're honest about the fact that you don't know what to offer, you can invite someone else in to help you see it different. You can actually borrow their faith. You can faith it until you make it instead of fake it until you make it. But there is a lack of honesty that keeps us locked out too out of access. Let's be clear. Since we're talking about perception, right? Perception unlocks all, but your honesty unlocks all too. Because people that love and care about you are not going to let you show up as is and leave you there. They're going to help you (laughs) see it correctly. They're going to help you transform. They're going to help you language it. I remember calling a good friend who works... um, as a contract negotiator or something. And I was applying for a job and I knew that although I didn't have the um, experience by name, I knew that I had transferable skills that could transfer. Mm -hmm. I literally called her and asked her, look, I don't know how to language or how to um, get myself through a possible interview, if contacted back, can you help me? Mm -hmm. If I tell you my transferable skills, can you help me get language that I can then navigate this interview process? That took a level of humility and honesty. How about if we started showing up? Yes, but that requires, exactly. There can't be any shame. And why are we doing life with people that would make us feel shame? There it is. There it is there. Or why are we doing life with people that wouldn't know how to convert our shame, guilt, condemnation into something else and help us to see it correctly? I don't do life with them people now. I don't got them. I don't got them now. See, now you got real country. I don't got them. (laughs) (laughs) And if I had them, they ain't here no more. My God, because you stepped into another book now. I don't, I don't do that now. We ain't. Mm. You know, one of the benefits that I was reading. So I, I, I read off my benefits package for my new opportunity with Nicolia. Sure did. Every last one of them. Sure did. Wrote it down, boo. Wrote it down. And one of them. <laughs> baby. Wrote that take, thing down. Let me take a sip of my little wine. Hold on. <laughs> oh, let me get you. Let me go get your bottle, ma'am. Hold on. Please Hold. <laughs> 
one of them woo, was access. There goes that word again, friend. One of them was access. One of the benefits package was access for me and my family. And the documents specifically said, including in-laws to um, certain programs. And I won't get too deep into it. But I had never seen on a benefits package anything mentioning in-laws. You see your spouse, you see your dependents, you see yourself. I got but not in-laws. And I could, I, when I say I chuckled, I don't think I had actually read that part before I talked to you. Really? Yeah. I think a lot of it was, a lot of it was over my head. And you were overwhelmed. I was yeah. really overwhelmed. So sitting down with you was actually the first time I really took an in-depth look of, at all the offerings. And so when I saw that in-law piece, I can't, I can't lie to y'all. I was chuckling and I haven't shared completely um, cause some things, you know, are still working out, Of course. but with, with my in-laws, some of them, we don't have a great relationship and it's, it's something my husband and I have prayed about, cried about, sought God for, about, sought and are God still about, seeking God, forgave about, about yeah, yeah, let go about all, all of that. But I had this thought, I was like, wow, imagine how much more we could do together than apart. I now got an opportunity and have access and could share that with my in-laws. But see, now I'm not because I don't trust you. But imagine if we were in a good space, how much more we could do together than apart. In a unified space. In a unified space, how much we can transcend if generational curses didn't plague. Mm -hmm. But this is exactly why... When I, I started this by saying there have been certain processes put in place intentionally to in, to keep us from access, that includes sharing said access mm. amongst your yeah, family. The fragmentation. Fragmentation always impedes complete and total access because access is not pervasive if only one sector has it. That's actually a, That's actually what capitalism does. It sectors off who has access and who is kept out of access. And it pits those who are on the outside and those who are on the inside of access against each other. Not realizing that we're really actually all the same, but it's that our perceptions, our perceptions. And and this particular program Mm -hmm. that I was reading off of the offerings, I strongly feel that not only I, but my in-laws could benefit greatly from this, from this, from this offering. But we're not even in the space of communication to mm. where you are even open to such access. And then they could be like, listen, I don't want, you know, you know how petty people could be. I don't want nothing from you. I don't need nothing from you. Ooh. That's your ego. That's your ego. Because if there's something that could benefit you and your future and your children, why wouldn't you want access yeah. to that? Like, girl. So what I'm hearing, <laughs> when I hear you say what you're saying, so I'm hearing communication. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing perception. I'm hearing unification. I'm hearing like traits that really fortify access and really support access and almost makes access possible. Communication, right. unification, um, and right perspective, right perception. Um, listen, as you were right, as I was writing what you were saying down about your benefits package, for me, it felt like something was being added to my trust fund. Energetically, it felt like you were adding something to my trust fund by sharing your benefits package. 
I think when we're talking about access and we're talking about sharing access, I think it's important to note that the people that will most benefit from will most benefit from access are those who share your same agreement. Yes. Because if I didn't share your same yes. agreement, yes. I wouldn't feel connected to your access. Yes. It would actually offend me. Have you ever had like good news? <laughs> and you have you ever been promoted? And you're like, no, you got some stank energy. You're not excited for me. You feel yeah. away. Yeah. You're not celebratory with yeah. me. I feel it. I'm a feeler, so I feel it. I feel you hating outside the club. Can't even get in the club. You hating outside the club. <laughs> anyway, I think you're right because had. And I said this to you, had we not been who we are, I wouldn't have felt comfortable sharing this, this, this opportunity with you. And it's not about boasting. It's not about. It was never about that. I didn't feel that. I know, but I have to make it clear because somebody could be listening like, oh, why she's showing off. It ain't about about showing off. It's about letting my friend know as you enter into this space Mm. to know what's possible so that they, they can't shyst you. So when you don't hear things that I said are possible or they tell you things are not possible, you know some BS. Yeah. It's you've so seen. You've seen I've with seen, your own eyes. And you know someone personally that you are connected to that has access. So they, they so can't lie to you. By default, we have access. We in here. So now when you go in negotiating what's right for you, you have a, a, a really good template mm-hmm. of where to go from. And I you- didn't have that six years ago and I wish I had. Because I would have gotten more of my my value. My value would have yeah. increased. Think about it. Someone said this to me the other day, that the salary that you start at when you start in your career, whether you're 20, 25, whatever, where you start, that puts you into a bucket mm-hmm. that you, you don't even realize. Because you can't, unless you have some wild opportunity, you can't jump from 30K to 100K. Mm. in two years unless you have some type of wild opportunity mm-hmm. investment mm-hmm. so let's say let's just say for example and these numbers mean nothing but let's say you you're you started at 50k five years ago 10 mm-hmm. years ago whatever over time unless you have gotten a different education or certification or like i said an opportunity you know somebody you know somebody like you're 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 locked into a certain bucket but let's say you started at 100k mm-hmm. let's say mm-hmm. you started at 150k your bucket increases or should will by default. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. has to. And I didn't have that knowledge six years ago. So it's about, now I feel like I'm playing catch up of what I really should have been paid yeah. for yeah, years. Like retroactive. Give me my stuff, man. But I didn't think that I was worthy of anything other than That's what, what I was too. told. Woo, so now we've added one more thing to this access equation. So it's communication, unification, perspective and perception, and worthiness. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you would have shared your new found access if we didn't share the same agreement. Correct. So while everyone deserves access, everyone will not qualify for it because some of us will be disqualified based on our agreements. Not everybody can handle it either. This is not to say you you gonna walk around. Girl, let me take a sip of this <laughs> sweet red cavite imported from Italy. I, I don't think you have to be careful who you show your access with to by, by default anyway. Because not, not everybody's for you. Not everybody's for your access. Some people just want to use your access and dispose of you. That's it. 
That's Some people are not it. thinking long term. So I'm not saying this to say that I'm gonna call everybody in my network to share what I share with you. It's not for everybody. I overstand. Mm. I overstand, and yet I'm standing. I overstand. I have to. You have. There has to be a certain level of, of trust and accountability you have to be very wise because like you said there's some people like you know you could share or i got a promotion new job whatever and you know it's like only fake energy yeah like oh like yeah you ain't happy for me yeah you, you got, ain't you got the screw face why you, you got the screw, screw face, face which is foolish because when i come up you come up because that means you now have access that you didn't have but what happens is dummy you, what you what <laughs> but what that exposes is you're not connected to me you're not connected to uh, me in agreement you're only connected to me in time and history that's it you're not connected to Ooh, me friend. you're not connected to me you're not that's it that's all you have with me that's all that screw face energy exposes because there wow. is not a reason why i am really doing life with you and when you don't enter and pass go and collect 200 dollars, man we both entered uh and uh, pass go and collect 200 dollars. that's someone who's really doing life with you connected to you not watching you like a voyeur from the sidelines with binoculars, but post up in the pictures for photo ops for opportunistic reasons. So you have to watch people's responses to clue you into their connectivity and agreement. It's about the agreement. Are you here for your own, um, you know, props and opportunities? Or are you here because you're connected to my agreement? My core values, what I stand for, what God has said about me. Do you do you repeat what God says about me, or are you just here like watching to see how you can come up in the ranks? So yes, I mean, while it's idealistic that we share our access, let's put a word of caution out there, right? Don't right. let's put a disclaimer out here for become she because we don't need y'all yeah. writing in hate mail <laughs> talking about. But you told me to get them access. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you need to be giving. Use your discretion. That's, it. That's you what my mother to. used to tell me. You, use your discretion, Jessica, is what she used to say to me. <laughs> and you know, you Jeez. know who don't need access. Mm. You already know. And if you don't, pray and ask God. God will begin revealing. But you know, though. People will start revealing, baby. My husband always says there's always a Judas in your corner. You just have to know who they are. Oh, that's that. a man of God. You know, you know how I feel about Kyle. Ever since I seen him that day looking for you across the street, I'm like, this man is looking for his wife. He ain't got time to play with y'all. You just gotta know who they are. You just gotta know who they are. But I just, I, I no longer am, am holding on to the the tightness and the scarcity mm. of of information. That was from yeah. my early twenties. I don't, I don't do that foolishness no more. Yeah, but I've also curated a network and a circle of people to where I don't have to do that That's anymore. Good. That's good. That are y'all taking notes? I hope y'all start taking notes in these episodes. Cause see, we done went through quarantine and we done learned some lessons. We done be, <laughs> we done became a little bit, and we're sharing what we've become. But there's more becoming to go. It's right, y'all. 
this season now. Ooh, we're sharing what now. we have extracted. Yes. When you start intentionally curating right. your social ecosystem, it right. gives you the ability to rest. Because you know how I feel about rest. Ooh. And my movement of rest. You know, shameless plug, find your flies to divine reclamation and wholeness movement. And I encourage women to rest in God's opinion, which means you need to be vetting your circle according to God's opinion and agreement of you. You do less work when you do it God's way. Stop trying to do it based on a look. Well, you know, they they got six figures is a good look. But sometimes people with the most money are the most insecure and they don't always have God's opinion or agreement. Because it ain't about money. It's you not. You said it two, three times. It's not. And if you're still thinking this is about money, you need to rewind and start the episode from the very beginning. <laughs> Play the theme music a little bit. You need to. Yeah, you need to. Yeah, or maybe you need to play it again tomorrow morning. Try again the next day. Let it, let it marinate. Yeah, you still think that you talk about money. It's not. It's not it inclu- about it up money. into including money. It includes all that, but it's so much deeper. Money, money is just like the what's the word? I'm thinking about like the carrot and the stick. It's like the carrot you mm. get after. It's just it's it's if you're doing the right. It's the byproduct of that. Yeah. That'll happen. It ain't even about yeah. that. Yeah, it's about the access to the to the room. To My the Lord. space, to the voices, to the people, to the mm. connections. That's what networking is really about. It's about understanding she plus access is really about understanding value too. Understanding your value. Yeah. Showing up in that value. Not convincing a value. Baby, I'm here and I'm here to stay and this is what I bring to the room. Now, if you don't resonate with this agreement of value, I'm not convincing you I'm moving on until I magnetize the people that agree with me in value. And if you can't share your access, shame on you because Jim Crow rules. Tag. Oh, oh, oh. Woo. That's a tag line right there. Did you say Jim Crow wins? Yeah. If you don't want to share my your Lord. access, Jim Crow wins. Have you ever read the letter? Jeez. Oh my God. The, oh God. I forgot what book I saw it in. But the letter, basically. The oh, you talking about Willie Litch? Yes. Yeah. I have it on the bookshelf That's over here. That's what he wanted. Jeez. To intentionally yeah. tear down the black man. To intentionally tear yeah. down the black yeah. family. To remove access. <laughs> to remove access. And like I said, wow. we hold on so wow. tight. Wow. Our wow. fists are damn near bleeding because we hold on so tight Ooh. to what we have acquired. When we, 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 if you hold it on tight, Jeez. you haven't acquired anything. Think, think about that. If you are holding on so tight to where you can't share access to the room, you haven't acquired anything. You have nothing. Well, but a check and a purse. And a bag, because since we all trying to get the bag, and a bag, and and maybe a car or something like you, you, you the golden handcuffs My have have shackled you so much God. to where you realize that you really don't have anything if you have not shared your access. When you think about it, when we, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm gonna get biblical. Go clean it, Jess. So I'm gonna talk about tithing. Go Let's ahead, go clean there. It, Let's Jess. talk about that ten percent. Let's talk about the ten percent. That we have been instructed to, not asked, instructed to give freely. Why? Because God says, if you trust and know that I always have you, that you always have access, 
you don't need this 10% because it's mm. always going to come back. So you always going to have because your level of faith and trust and know that God has you in the presence of his arms and hands. You are always covered. But mm. if you hold on so tight to that 10%, man, I ain't going to have it. I ain't going to have that. Then you already don't have anything. Oh. <sighs> Evangelista came out. It's true. My God. I started tithing. My God. Like really seriously tithing in tw- at the height of 2020. And I had, I had d- did it before. My and God. I felt like it. But 10% of my earnings has been going. And, and I tithe a little different. And, and the old school Christians may fight me on this. But 20, 10% of my earnings is saved for giving. That could be to a church. That could be to an organization. Mm-hmm. That could be to a friend in need. That could be to the homeless man across the street. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. To whatever the Lord has put on my heart to give. It could be a book mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. God has put on my heart to say, hey, you need to give this to so-and-so. Right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that is because I have a level of security to know that I'm always going to be covered. Mm-hmm. I don't need that 10%. Yeah. It's nice to have it, but I don't think about it in such a scarcity mindset anymore. Because I'm too free for it. Ooh, I'm too just say I'm too free for it. That is a quotable. Can we get a tote? We gotta get a tote because Jessica said it. I'm too free to hold on. I'm like, too free like when my for it. Bleeding. I'm too free for I'm it. Too free for it. Well, that's all I have to say. I Listen, if y'all want to sew, uh, our cash app is. <laughs> <laughs> That is not what I was saying. I know, I know. I can't, I can't, I can't. Um, listen. <laughs> what you can do is like, rate, and subscribe. I'm just so full. <laughs> on iTunes. Just saying. Follow on Spotify. I am so... And share. Share this with women. Oh, yeah. There we go. Right? Women and men, actually, because Become She is just not for women, but it is also for women who champion. Hello. Right? Free women. Um... <sighs> Wow, I am just so full because this is what they have been trying to keep us from is sharing insight, sharing perspective, sharing perception, realizing that your ability to get free in your mind, free in your emotions, free of guilt, free of shame, you know, free from the, the shame of wanting more. Some people feel ashamed because they actually want more. Yeah. That is a spirit of condemnation, and we bind, we break, we sever, we burn with fire and smoke and the blood of Jesus. That condemnation that wants to chokehold you from pursuing the more that God has eternally wired in you. You are an eternal being. Our mission statement of Become She is the transcendental journey of the strong woman to the free woman, granting herself permission to actualize her highest self. That is an eternal wiring that's inside of each of us. We were created to want freedom. We were created to actualize our highest self. And I actu- and actualizing our highest self is God's original intent for us. We were created for that. So when you're going against that and you're staying small, that's actually against God's original intent. That's why you're suffering. That's why you're in pain. That's why you're in anguish. That's why you're taking it out on your kids, your dog, your cat, your husband, your friends. That's why you're not happy to be around because you are a, you're, you're operating against the original intent for which you were created. 
So it is time to become she, become free. Like, it is not a game. It is not a tagline. It is something very, very real. And you have access to this. Mm-hmm. And with that, um, become she, Nicole, and Jess. Signing out. Become she, become free. Thank you.